Veronica Mars Fan Podcast, episode number seven. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Veronica Mars Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We are here once again to cover another episode of this wonderful television show. Season 1, Episode 7, The Girl Upstairs. Next door. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I've seen if you would catch me on that one. So, uh, Stephanie, okay, you were right. Episode 7 is where... Told you. This is where the fun begins, I would assume. It is good. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I loved the relationship between Weevil and Logan. Yes. Absolutely loved it. And and I loved seeing the respect that they had for one another. They do. During this episode. They and, do. And, um, yeah, I, I, that to me is what will make the future episodes mm-hmm. even greater. It's fantastic. <sighs> I, I love I love this um I love this episode. This episode is full of um of obviously the the story just the the greater arc with Lily moves on a little bit more. Um but it's like so you have to be paying attention to pick things up. Um and I enjoyed the story with Sarah um, and that Veronica had um, a relational interest in the case that she was working um, because Sarah was her friend mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I, I lo- and it's full of Loganisms. I, yeah, I would disagree with that. I, okay. I, I think that there was one Loganism. Probably. But, but he's just, just. But there was a lot of smart aleck. He's resol- just re- sarcastic, and he's a total smart yeah. aleck. And I love, I, I, I love it. I think that we'll probably need to determine what actually constitutes an actual loganism. I mean, yeah. I, I, I personally, my own feeling on this is that a, a sarcastic remark that pretty much anybody would use. That you know, I mean. But see, that's not it. Not everybody would use them. Well, okay, maybe, but you wouldn't. Uh, probably not, but some people would. But there are some. I probably would. There are some that are just like, okay, that one was yeah. funny, okay. right? Okay. And there was there was one that I, I that I got a chuckle out of in this episode, and I'm trying to find it real quick. Um, and oh yes, the principal comes. I, I was wondering. I'd if, like to have a word. I would. If, I was wondering if I could have a word. Anthropomorphic. It's have all yours, it. big guy. It's all yours. Have at it. I love it. I, I love it. Yeah. That was a good one. It is. I would consider that to be a Loganism. I love how they've written um, Logan because he is very quick with his lines and his comebacks. And um, there is an episode um, way later in, in season one and he's having this conversation and the person and the person says, I asked you a question. He's like, yeah. And I ignored it and moved on. Keep up. And he's just, he's just always so quick with his, right. with his responses. And it's, it's spoiler alert. 
you have no idea where it is and what it's regarding to and who the other half of the conversation is happening with. All I'm saying is now that episode's going to come up and he's going to say that. And it's not going to be nearly as funny to me as it would have been had I not had you had it explained to me. (laughs) Spoiler. Yes, it will be. Uh, I promise. No, it won't. But that's okay. Okay. I'll forgive you. If you think so. It's not a big deal. Whatever. So I'm trying something different. If you would have watched it with me like seven times ago when I asked you to watch it with me, then maybe it wouldn't be like this. Well, hello. If we would have done that, would we have our wonderful sponsor with TVTalk.com as we were watching it? No. Okay, let's move forward. So here's the situation. I'm trying to do something a little bit different in the way that I'm taking notes because I have come to understand there's obviously the Lily arc. Mm-hmm. All right. there, There's definitely that. And then there's the mystery of the episode. And then there's well, the other stuff. Uh, well, actually, in this one, it actually had, uh, you know, there there was actually the girl next door. There's the Lily arc. And then there's the Weevil and Logan story. Right. And then there were still other little things. Mm-hmm. But um, so what I've done is I've started off and I just actually created a uh, list of the story with Sarah. Okay. So that all of my notes are kind of jumbled together. So we don't go from the, so- you know, we're jumping mm-hmm. from story to story. So let's okay. see how we do this. Okay. Um, we start off the episode uh, with, it, with in a lot of TV shows do this. It's like they show you a scene and it's actually the the rest of the episode is what happened prior to that. Yes. Leading up to it. And of course it shows um it it it's it appears as though somebody's just been murdered. That's the impression that you're supposed to get. And now it's like all of a sudden she's talking as this as though she's made the greatest mistake in the world and this girl's dead and it, she's dead because of her. And I just don't get that. That it, that makes no sense at all to me because she's not dead. She saved the girl's life, really. And hello, what what are you so darn upset about? Other than the fact that the writers wanted us to think yeah, something, uh, right? So her 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 dialogue at the opening and at the end of the episode, personally to well, me, no, the ending I think fits. Okay, but the opening did not make sense. Okay, of course I didn't go back and. Rewatch the opening with the new perspective. With the new, right? But uh, I just, re- I re- just recall very heavily. You know, you know, I, I almost wish I wouldn't have or some. It's, it's like, like regret. Well, and it's not just the fact that that he ended. You know that it that it ended with with him being shot. It's the, everything that un- got uncovered and and pulled up in the process of getting to the the conclusion. Of the story, okay. Anyway, so the the so basically, she uh, we we get to find out who Sarah is. Mm-hmm. They set it up. She's pregnant. Uh, obviously, she's having a little spat and some arguments with her boyfriend Andre. And we're led to think through the episode. And and, and here's the deal: sometimes I I feel like Veronica Mars is sort of starting to get in a way a little bit predictable in that they're going to set it up for you to think something but they're really trying to hide the, the there there's always going to be some kind of twist at the end and i want to tell you that i i know that you have the ability to like solve everything you know before scooby doo and shaggy does uh when when we're watching shows and movies and everything you like that? I do. But I've never, I've never been, um, 
I've never been described quite that way before. You always get your Scooby snacks. Everything's cool. But in this episode... I know. Some shows are so gross you can't eat Scooby snacks. <laughs> this episode, though, I, I mean, it, there was only two people it could have possibly been. And it was really trying... It, it was starting to lean too much toward being her co-worker, being the guy who's responsible for her missing. Well, right. I mean, they they wanted it to be that way. Right. Well, they wanted you to think... Andre it first. It was Andre or, or the, the co-worker. Then the co-worker. And the stepdad did not... I mean, that was not a shock to me at all. Uh, I, I almost saw it as soon as, you know, mm-hmm. we found... Mm-hmm. that. I definitely saw that. However, what di- the twist is, is that she was alive. I did not see that coming. I thought for sure she that was she dead. she would be dead. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, they, they did get me. And so, yeah. while... I think the show is predictable. It's not. And and I like that and I hope they can keep that up. Okay. 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 Now, um so So what was the thump? I guess it was nothing. I guess it was nothing. Yeah, they never really okay. Maybe she dropped something when she was leaving. Right. I really, or slipped and fell. I did love the scene where it sounded he's taking like a body falling. the model to the train station. And it looks like they're leaving town. Yeah, I like Possibly that. with body parts in the suitcase. Oh, I didn't think about the body parts in the suitcase. Is that what? <laughs> I don't know. That's just what, Is that what you I watch thinking? a lot of TV. My God. I watch a lot of TV. What have you been watching? I know. Um, so several weeks ago, um, Stuart had sent you an email. Yes. Our friend Stuart, Stuart from TVTalk.com sent you um, an email about um, guest stars that have been in Veronica Mars. Yes, cameos. Cameos and and well, see, here's the thing, you can't really call Sarah's it's not a cameo because she was a she's a main player in the whole story arc of the of the episode. Okay, so, fair anyway, enough. Sarah is played by um Jessica Chastain. Never heard of who her. Who I know you haven't, but she was in Zero Dark 30, she was in um The Help Many other movies. Um, didn't see either of those. She was either nominated or won an award. You did see The Help, didn't you? Uh, oh, yes, I did. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. And um, so. That was a special pie or something they had. So in that, that was. Movie, right? <laughs> it was. Yes. <laughs> um, that was. That was Jessica Chastain um, fairly early on in her okay. career. Um, Andre, I don't expect you to know him, but um, that actor is Adam Kaufman, I okay. think. And he is in one of my absolute favorite Hallmark movies ever. It's called Loving Leia. Love this Hallmark movie. I watch it every time it's on. Actually, I had it on our DVR until we got rid of our Cincinnati Bell and went to Dish Network. But um, And so it was fun to see him again. The stepdad okay. is um, John York. He actually plays, um, when I was a teenager, was a main character on General Hospital. Oh, okay. And um, the store clerk, the boss, is on a show. Store clerk. The the boss, uh, Sarah's boss, who had the journal. Oh, that, that uh, okay. okay. Store clerk. I, I just I just thought it was okay. a coworker. Um, I don't. I, okay, I, know I didn't know what else to call. Okay, but um, he is his. Cameron Cameron Bender, I think, is the actor's name, but he's on a show I'm watching right now called Mistresses on ABC, and so it was fun to see him. Cause I've never seen him on any in anything else before, and obviously the 
every time I've watched this episode of Veronica Mars before tonight, I had no idea who he was. But now I saw him and I recognized him from somewhere else. Nice. Yeah. And he's grown up quite a lot in the last <laughs> <laughs> because he looks nothing like it took me a minute to place where I knew him from. Yes. Gotcha. So those, so basically, so, does that some, help? so people are really, yeah. I, and, and now I understand why when I looked at that list, it's like, I have no idea yeah. who any of these people are, except well, a lot for of, Jane so, Lynch. And, a, a lot of you, them were nobodies when, you know, well, and the guy from Boy Meets World, you do, that's someone we knew before he would have done Veronica yeah, Mars. Right. But I can't think have, of his has, name right is now. He, has he been on an episode yet? I don't think so. Not yet. Mm-mm. Okay, good. All right. So um, a couple other things I wrote Season in here. F- uh, season three, I think. So I'll have my assistant call you, uh, his assistant. Right. So this is where the principal it has asked him for the boots. Now, see, the thing is, is I wasn't closely paying attention to what favor he was asking. Because you were typing anthropomorphic. Yes, I was still working on anthropomorphic. And, and I even paused it so you can type yep. it out. But um, so you missed the whole part where he was his dad had promised these boots from this certain movie for um, for a fundraiser. And um, Mr. Clemens kept trying to get a hold of him, but he's not returning his calls. Right. Can you get these boots for me? Right. Is what he was asking him. <laughs> I'll have I'll have my assistant call his assistant. Yeah, I, I kind of like that res- that <laughs> yeah. remark. And so then we get into this place where she's in her yearbook, um, you know, thing. Newspaper. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. I'm sorry, newspaper thing. And she's been asked to work on this project for this lady to to put together a, 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 a reunion. Yeah. So she gets into the yearbook, and I love how she says, "You know, there's my mom, most likely to dis- disappear on the fa- <laughs> off the face of the earth." Yeah. And we learn something new. We learned that her mom and Jake Kane were not a couple. They were the, the couple. couple. And everybody thought that they were going to get married and blah, 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 blah. And she has never known this. Right. News to her. This is very much news to her. Right. Um. So there. That Yeah. And then there were, there's the tension. There is the tension with Logan and Weevil. And I <laughs> loved it. I hope that they show a ton more of those two, uh, you know, kind of butting heads against each other. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time. Uh, having the enemy of my enemy is my friend or the friend. I don't know. Uh, the en- <laughs> it, I think it's just the enemy of yeah, my, my enemy. enemy. Yeah. You, and that, that's actually came out in uh, Under the Dome this past yes, week. Yes, it did. So, you know, we're, as far as we're concerned, normally we're enemies, but now you're the enemy of my enemy. And let's, let's call a truce to this and, uh, work together against our mutual enemy and they and boy did they oh yeah right i love i love this so they're they get to tension and um they decide to play poker yep which is fun and uh totally throwing insults back at each other but not in a terribly bad way like no, they're getting along they actually. are getting along and um so clearly the the teacher doesn't think that they have learned a lesson. Yeah. So he's going to give them some manual labor. Yeah. Because this, detention didn't quite work. I'm going to tell you this teacher he he got what he was what was coming to him. Yeah. All, that's all I got to say. He was written a little over the top. Well, it, he was. It's like, <laughs> dude, come on. You know who you have and you you right. can't 
These are not third graders who are going to be in, in right. intimidated. They are rich, spoiled brats, and they are from the other side of the tracks. Like those are the kids that you have in this school. All right, so we're going to tell this story here in uh, Veronica Mars fan podcast. We t- we shared it earlier today, and as we were recording our. Uh, family from the heart, which, by the way, was several weeks ago for those of you who are now hearing this in the podcast feed right. because we're recording this several weeks earlier than when you're hearing it. Uh, but anyway, uh, there's this joke that's being told about the three different responses of a child getting in trouble at school when you're in grade school, middle school, and high school. Right. And so a teacher says to a grade schooler, Listen, I, I'm really upset with this. You know, I've had enough. I'm going to call your parents. Please, please. Or I'm going to call your mom. Please, please don't call my mom. Please, please don't call my mom. I'll do anything. I'll do anything. I'm so sorry. Please don't call my mom. All right. And in middle school, the, the child gets in trouble and the teacher says, hey, you know, I, th- I've had enough. I am calling your mom. Whatever. And that's the response of a middle schooler. And then in high school, things change just a little bit. And the teacher says, listen, I've had enough. I'm calling your mom. Tell her I said hi. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so so tonight, while we're watching this episode, uh, the prince was like, I've called your grandmother. And yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for we will say, <laughs> tell her I said hi. Right. Except you're not going to get that, that response from Weevil because if you were paying attention while they were playing poker, the only reason that Weevil's still in high school is because that he promised his grandma that he would graduate. Okay. And um, he doesn't break his I'm glad you just told me that because I did not catch that in the conversation. Yeah, and he tells... He tells this is him, why I do this podcast with you. I know, right? I'm a pretty good co-host. You are. <laughs> it kind of helps. I've seen it like tons of times too. <laughs> nice. But... Um, so washing the car doesn't work. So he has them alphabetize his books. Yes. By author and then by title within that author. And I let, they're just throwing the books around the room, kicking them. They have no respect for him or his belongings. And at this point, you have to wonder if he even deserves it. I, I don't think he does. I think I don't he's think he treating them like children. And, and, and here's the deal. Well, they are children, but he's treating no, them. They're not children. Huh. They are young adults. Okay. They are they All are right. not children. They All are right. young adults. I'll give you that. And and let me tell you something. I don't think they did anything wrong. They, no, they didn't. They weren't cheating. No, they weren't. The all all they did was have one little sentence back and forth, and that was it. And <laughs> well, Logan did deserve the detention. For what? For the when, when the teacher says, "Do you know what happens to, or do you know no, where no, you're no, going to no, end no, up?" No, He's no, like, "Okay, please did, say high school English teacher. Please say high school English." No, teacher. did he deserved it when he he gave that smart butt response? Right. Absolutely, but he did not deserve that. Neither one of them deserved to have their test taken away no. and given a complete zero. Right now, that's where things broke down. And yep. at that point, he's like, "You know, I, I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I'm thinking." Well, here's- I'm a pretty easy going kind of guy, easy going kind of guy. And at this point, if you're going to unjustly punish me for something so ridiculous and you're immediately going to give me a zero and fail me on this test just because I I said one little thing. Seriously? And then you're going to treat me like it's like, OK, you know, I'm, I'm letting it all out. Mm-hmm. And by golly, I might put your car on a flagpole, too. I know. I love it. I, I wouldn't do that. But- I, I love it. Um, But here is what. Um, I was raised in a house where you have to 
give respect to get respect. Yep. And that's something that this teacher was lacking. Exactly. He was not, he had no respect for them whatsoever. None. It was all about his authority and what he thought was right. And um, I love when he comes out and his car's missing. And so he gets a ride home and he gets a ride to school the next day. And okay, we're we're seven episodes in, but we already know one person who has, you know, um, a reputation with the flagpole. So yeah. we know who put the car up there. Exactly. It's the same person who puts everything on the flagpole. On the flagpole. And um it is hilarious, but they bring him into the office and th- they tell him they have a witness and then they demand to tell for that for him to tell them who his accomplice was. And he's like, ask your witness. Yeah, duh. So here's what I love. You know, how stupid is this teacher? What is his name? Mr. Daniels? Yeah. Mr. Daniels. Hello. You really have no clue who helped him? I mean, let's I think know, about this. Right. Who might have been his accomplice? But let, let's first know. think for just a second. What could think, possibly be the motivation for the car to be put on there? Well, here's could have the thing. had anything to do could with unjust detention and could it have anything to do with washing the car and punishment and an alphabetizing It was books? pretty shiny up there on the flagpole. It was. But but hold on. Now now let's see. Okay, maybe that might be a why Weevil acted out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now I wonder. I, I just can't think for the life of me who would have helped him well, with I'm this. Well, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Who? Hold on. I'm guessing that Mr. Daniels has quite um, a large group of people that he's belittled that he could pull from. Yeah, but that could have helped Weevil Hello, with this. The two people he's been hounding. Exactly. I mean, sir, the right. books was the last straw, dude. All right, the you know the, the come on, that was I, I'm sorry, but that's ridiculous writing that he would actually even have to demand. It's like, duh, you would automatically it's say, obvious. "Well, hello, we know who your accomplice is. Why isn't he in the office too?" Because his daddy makes millions a picture. Yeah, well, anyway, I did love, I absolutely loved we uh, um, Logan going into the principal's office. And uh, he says, "He says, listen, I'm really ticked off right here. And What's the matter, Mr. Eccles? It's that Weevil kid. It's that Weevil kid, yes. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just think it's unfair. I want my share of the credit. And he's like, so Are you're, you're confessing? confessing? Yep. And he goes, you know, of course, you know, you just can't get by with this. He's like, yep, what's my punishment? And he puts his boots up there and they got stars on it. And I'm like, what the heck are the boots? And I said, night. And I just wrote in my notes, nice boots. And of course, like I said, I forgot. I, I didn't actually catch what that favor was right. that he was looking for. So we had to stop and explain to you. And then I wrote, the, "Oh, uh, the boots!" Right. So um, it yeah, Logan knows how to get what he wants, mm-hmm. and um, and to get maybe less than what you would think he deserved in that. Of course. Now I'm not I'm not saying that that I thought he needed any of the discipline that was that was handed out by Mr. Daniels but um but I like that he got just painting some graffiti just by handing in some boots. Right. It was good. So I'm going to see if I can pull this up here because there is a song that this reminded me of and I'm going to pause while I pull it up, okay? 
All right, so I found the song. Okay, this is from the Violent Femmes. Right. And as soon as I heard this, you know, of course this is going to go down on your permanent record. I thought of this song called Kiss Off by the Violent Femmes, which, by the way, used to be my all-time favorite band. So I'm going to play this little part right here. I hope you know that this will go down on your permanent record. Oh, yeah? Well, don't get so distressed. Did I happen to mention that I'm impressed? <laughs> there you go. That's it. I just wanted to play that. Nice. That's nice. I hope you know that this will go down on your permanent record. <laughs> uh, it kind of felt like that. So they're painting some graffiti off the wall. Yep. And um, there's a tattoo. Logan notices one of Weevil's tattoos, and we get a we get the understanding from the in in the bathroom scene that in the uh, beginning there is some kind of prior relationship of some sort between Weevil and Lily. We do. Interesting. Yes, and uh, Felix is very braggy braggy about it, and and Weevil said it wasn't like that. Yeah. I don't want to hear you talk like that. Um, not quite that nicely. Yes. <laughs> There's a little bit more Weevil attitude behind it. Yeah. But um, but Weevil lies his way out of it. Yes. Says that it's his sister's name. Yeah. And um, and then that's that. That's that. Uh, there. The only thing I also I have in it. I really liked the flow of our of the notes. I'm going to see if I can try to keep okay. this up because I like the keeping the keeping story the lines. stories together. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, there was the flashback of Lily, and um, there was two of them. One of them was, you know, I, I don't know what's going on. I'm sure. Don't worry about it. I mean, he's going through a phase. You know, right? Everything's going to be You're fine. You're meant for each other. You guys are meant for each other. And then there's another flashback, and it's like, and it's like she's had to talk with him, and it's like you know. You're better off with him. Just don't worry about it. Get, yeah. You'll find somebody to do. And and she's Just like, move on. she knows something, but she won't tell Veronica why or what's going mm-hmm. on. And now I understand why. Okay, then yes, they, they actually broke up. It was before. And and so now I know that. Okay. Um, not that I didn't know because you told me several times. But uh, anyway, I really loved how they did the, the second flashback. She was walking through the hall. Mm-hmm. And this time the flashback was actually superimposed over the current hall mm-hmm. and i really loved how she walked past herself right that that i yeah. really enjoyed i yeah. loved the the way they, they showed that i like that and then there i only have one other note um okay one other note here and it is they fought like sid and nancy okay i've heard this before okay who's sid and nancy i have no idea all right so this is whenever we whenever i'm approached by something like this fault like sid and Nancy. All right. So Urban Dictionary, Sid and Nancy. All right. I'm always afraid to mm-hmm. read something from the hit uh, from right. uh, Urban Dictionary. But this is it says a horror, a horror story uh, centered around drugs, a passionate love story and a dramatic representation of how Nancy Spurgeon sent, spent her final days. It's probable to be, let's see. It's probable. It is probable to believe that two highly addicted heroin addicts don't have a clear enough mind to choose an appropriate potential lifelong partner, but instead best choose someone who shares their addiction and off-the-wall antics. Sid of the Sex Pistols and Nancy, retired hooker, will forever be a diabolical couple from the past uh, and are probably most famous because of how they, their lives ended. 
The term Sid and Nancy is used to describe any couple that have become partners in crime or bad ASS or seem to have an absurd, an absurd mixture of violence and love. They fought like Sid and Nancy. Okay. So that I, I had to know that what that is like. Okay, I've heard that a couple times before, and now I'm going to look. I've it heard up. it. I've never looked it up. I they just... felt like Sid and Nancy. Okay. Anyway, there you go. Okay. So that is all my notes, but uh, I have some exciting news, Stephanie. We have some uh, community feedback. We do, and but but before you go to the feedback, they opened something up, and I don't know if bringing it up will be spoiler or not. But the fact that you didn't put it in your notes means you didn't catch it. Okay. Well, just, uh, I'll tell you what. Without, Should I leave it and just watch your surprise as it unfolds? Well, can you, I mean, now that you've set it up, maybe it it maybe would, in, it would kind of give an, a, a clue that shouldn't be there. Or can you just say, well, there was something else in the episode that you didn't write down and, and, and I, we should bring this up. And if it's in the episode, well, it was meant to be in there. It's all in the episode. It's all in the episode from from Jake and Le- um, Leanne being um, the couple to um, Duncan's um, quick dumping of Veronica to the end where Keith says it takes a takes a pretty big man to commit to raising someone else's child. Oh, I did not hear that last phrase. Yeah. It takes a big man to raise like someone that. else's child. When he, did he say that? He did because Andre has committed to raising Sarah's baby, gotcha. knowing it's not his. Ah. And um Hello, and now I I completely see where Veronica's going with this? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And I don't think that that's a spoiler. I mean, okay. the, the, I mean now... The, All of those things were laid out in the episode. They were laid out in the episode. And when you actually think about those things, then... Because Veronica ve- got very distant when Keith said that out loud. Yeah. And and see, now her. obviously it's clearer to you because you've seen future episodes right, and stuff like right, that. Right. But had I actually not been taking notes and watching that more closely. You might have caught that. And actually thought about the storyline and they weren't just a couple, they were the couple. The couple. They were everybody, everybody thought, thought they, they were going to get, get married. married. It all makes perfect sense and so hmm very <laughs> very interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's that's a revelation. <sighs> <laughs> Anyway, folks, uh, we are we do we have, have commu- some feedback. We've got community feedback. We have two voice messages, and also I've got two written uh, comments on the site that I want to tell you about. But before we do, I want to say a special thank you to our sponsor, TVTalk.com. Um, <laughs> you create your own jingle for I, you know, them. I, I'm sure. I, I'm sure they're going to ask me not to do you that. You should anyway. probably copyright that or something. TVTalk.com. Yeah, they will ask you not to do that. I. 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 I I'm certain. You know, and if you, they don't, I'll send a little email to Stuart and I'll say, please ask him to stop doing gonna, that. I, I'll tell you right now, Stuart will probably say, hey, can you get me that sound clip? And at the end of every single every single talk cast that they do. Oh, that's every, funny. I'll know when to cut mine say, off. TVtalk.com. I'll, I'll know when to cut mine off. Anyway, you guys have heard us talk about TV Talk. They are a uh, podcast network of shows, the largest network of talk shows devoted to television shows 
in the world. And every single time there is the favorite television show that you might be watching this fall, uh, the very next day, you can load up their application or subscribe to them in iTunes. The very next day, you'll get a 20 to 30 minute show that recaps and talks about all kinds of great insights, water cooler discussion, and more uh, in uh, related to that favorite television show, that most recent episode. It's a lot of fun. Just like Stephanie and I are having these conversations and Stephanie brings out things that I totally missed in the episode, like, hello, big <laughs> stuff like that. Um, <laughs> gosh. I, and, and and you know what? The same thing happens with my favorite shows. And I, I do. I, I, I listen to the Under the Dome and Person of Interest and Doctor Who and all these other different talk casts out there and uh, TV talk shows. And, and they're awesome. Absolutely love them. If you haven't done so already, I encourage you to go over to tvtalk.com. Get their application. If you get their application, it gives you the opportunity to submit your voice just like what these folks are doing. Of course, we are the Generally Speaking Production Network, and if you want to leave us feedback, you can go to gspn.tv slash feedback, or you can call in your voicemail feedback, and the phone number is 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067, and the first message we're going to play here is from Jeff Gentry, and uh, Jeff, take it away. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie, this is Jeff Gentry, X-Force 11, calling in about the Veronica Mars fan podcast. Uh, I know you're a couple episodes ahead of releasing stuff, so this will probably be a couple episodes down the road before it gets on there, but I never watched the series when it was originally out. I had uh, heard about it through community members and Jeff talking about it, and so I decided to check it out once I heard y'all were doing the podcast, and um I sat down over the weekend and watched the first three episodes, and uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think I liked it a little better as it went on, um, and I'm looking forward to catching another couple episodes. Uh, but I'm enjoying the, the kind of the mystery aspect of it, and um, just the characters. That it's you know it's a good complex storyline, but it still has the the fun in there with it, and. Um, so I'm really enjoying it, and so I'm looking forward to seeing where the mystery takes me. Uh, so thanks, guys, for doing this, and I'm enjoying it watching it as a first-time viewer. So keep up the good work. Talk to you guys later. Bye. All right, Jeff, thank you so much. Jeff has been a part of our community for many, many, many years now, and uh, we also had the opportunity to hang out with him for an entire week as we were... Uh, cruising on our gspn.tv community cruise earlier this year. Yes, we did. So, Jeff, great to hear from you. And uh, there's somebody who had never watched the show before and is now enjoying Veronica Mars for the very first time because of us. Mm, because of me. Okay, and because of you. <laughs> and tvtalk.com. I'm just teasing. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Uh, next call is from somebody who has already watched the show in the past but now is enjoying it once again with us. Our wonderful friend, Maggie. Maggie! Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. This is uh, Maggie from North Virginia. I'm calling in for the Veronica Morris Fan Podcast. I wanted to thank you so much for doing the podcast. It has finally gotten me to start rewatching Veronica Mars. Um, I'm watching it kind of as episodes come out, so it's kind of nice. I've, oh, this week I watched two episodes, two nights in a row, and listened to the podcast and listened to the um, listened to the third one when it came out. I I watched Veronica Mars a few years ago, so I remember 
like some of the overarching details, but I don't always remember some of the mini details. Um, like in the Meet John Smith episode, I remembered that it was the woman at the video store that was his dad, and but I didn't, you know, don't always remember the details. So I'm enjoying um, Cliff's series, and like that can't happen, right? I can't remember one of them. I was like, I don't think it's that one, but but I don't remember for sure. So really enjoying. Um, this is the podcast so far, so thank you. And I'm also back to Kickstarter, so I'm super excited about the movie because Chronic Mars is a joke. So, again, enjoying it. Can't wait to watch some more Erotic Mars. So you got a podcast tomorrow about it. Okay. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks, Maggie. Uh, I love it. She, so she's a backer, too. So yeah. our, our goal is to get at least one-third of the 91,000 people who back the Kickstarter Yeah, you just told campaign. me that you just, yesterday? Yeah. Did you tell me that yesterday? Yeah, that that was your goal. Um, I, that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, we've had shows that have. I'll had... be in the two thirds who don't listen. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't listen to any podcast that I'm on. Yeah. Well, anyway, that is our goal. And if you guys want to help us reach that goal, you can tell other people about yes. the Veronica Mars fan podcast, and uh, just tell them to go to veronicamarspodcast.com. It's that simple. And uh, in the details and description of what our show is all about and why we're recording this is there. And, of course, they can listen right from the website or they can also subscribe in iTunes as well. Mm-hmm. And, of course, if you want to help us get to the top ranked uh, section of iTunes under TV and film, which we're getting up there, uh, you can actually go to uh, veronicamarspodcast.com. Click on the iTunes link. And it'll open up. Uh, you can get to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating, but only if you think we're worth it. And uh, if you write a written review. And, of course, also it helps if you subscribe to our show in iTunes. All three of those things really help us get the word out and get us more exposure. And I'm talking a lot of exposure in a very popular category right now in iTunes. So TV and film, that's where we're at and we're moving forward. All right, Matthew DeGlopper says, and this is a comment that he posted on episode one of our podcast. He says, Cliff, you and I are exactly the same boat. I had heard from many people that Veronica Mars is an exceptional show. I myself never knew anything new. Let's see. I myself never knew it as anything more than a show that had commercials during Smallville. I had been aware of all the attempts of the show's the show's fans to save it uh, and of the Kickstarter campaign. I, it wasn't until your mention or you mentioned it that I thought of checking it out myself. I am starting at the beginning of season one, episode one, and going to follow along with you as a first-time viewer. Stephanie, I appreciate your efforts to not give away spoilers. I started to cringe for a second, but thankfully, you are very careful. Love the episode and the podcast. For primetime show on CW, this show really did discuss some uh, material head-on, didn't it? Uh, I, I am delightfully going to keep watching and listening. Thanks. And then Troy. Awesome. Hold on. What was what was his name? That was Matthew DeGlopper. Um, I have a lot of experience um, podcasting with Cliff about things that I have finished and he has not. <laughs> yes. Uh, we did this with Twilight over at TwilightSagaPodcast.com. Hunger Games. HungerGamesPodcast.com. I am very, um, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Yeah. At um Well, you've never given out any spoilers before, so I don't I know. Yeah. I, I'm it, wondering really like what good. made him cringe, like what made him think I was I, gonna... I, maybe he just didn't know how we handle things. But here. no, I won't um That's how we roll, yo. 
<laughs> we've been watching Unbreakable, and I've Breaking been Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, that's it. Breaking Bad. Yeah. And uh, I've been throwing a been, couple extra yeah. yos here and there. It doesn't work on you. Now Troy Heinrichs responded to Matthew on the comment section. Okay. And he says, "You won't be dis- disappointed, Matthew. Just picked up season one and two from the library, so I can keep in step with step with Stephanie on the rewatch uh, for her." Anyway, uh, I, sometimes I have a hard. T- this is why we do voicemail feedback. It is even mm-hmm. before Lost. This show had the how th- this show had. Do you want me how- to read it? No. Okay. This show knew how to keep a serialized show interesting each week uh, with the season-long A story, three-act B stories that fed answers into A and C weekly stories that fed B into B. Rob Thomas was a genius. I totally get everything he I just underst- said. Yes, and he's absolutely right. And uh, yes. I would love it if you guys would call our voicemail feedback online. Right. But um, I'm excited to... Um, now, I don't personally know Troy, but um, have been seeing him in the chat room on our live show Thursdays, uh-huh. and I just found out tonight that he's going to be hosting a TV talk um, episode with a very good friend of ours, Wayne, uh, Wayne Henderson, Henderson um, for one of my favorite shows, Revenge, and... Um, I was excited about checking it out before, but now I'm more excited about it. Um, although I am a little hesitant about two men talking about revenge. Well, <laughs> but see. I'm excited to see what they have to say. There you go. Anyway, uh, Troy also left a comment on um, episode or on episode one of our podcast. He says, "So awesome, you guys are doing this before the movie comes out." From one backer to it, that's three backers. There you go. We have three of our thirty thousand. All right, um, so we're getting closer to our goal. He says, "I from one backer to another, I love that I love that more people can experience Veronica in all her glory. This show could totally be on TV today it on could. any network. It could. Here is hoping the movie makes that happen. Wow! Wow, that's a big one. <laughs> that's a big one. Oh, you know, there is another note in my notes Although, that I didn't know, bring I, in. Okay, what was that? Remember, it's like, I wonder what you'll think of Mr. Echoes in 10 years from now. Oh, that's or right. I, I wonder if you think you'll be funny then, or when, if you'll be laughing then. When you're pumping his gas. Yeah. Hello. I wonder if it's going to be... The movie is the 10 years later. reunion. Right. Exactly. So I wonder if he's going to be pumping his gas. Right. And I don't think that it's come... I don't think it'll come back to TV, um, but it is going to continue in um, written form. There are going to be some books. Really? That you don't have to... Is Rob Thomas going to write them? Rob Thomas is not writing them, but he is overseeing the outlines. Okay, gotcha. Um, it was it was in a maybe backer. So, maybe. It was in a backer update. <laughs> nice. I'm still reading my backer updates that uh, so you did, Rob Thomas you is sending to, in. We so. need we need you to bring us backer update reports here in the Veronica oh, Mars is fan podcast. Is that what I need to do? I think that I. It's your responsibility now. Is that it? This task has been assigned to you. That's not fair. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be sharing information that's meant for backers only. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> oh come Just on. Kidding. <laughs> Unless Rob personally calls me and tells me to stop, I think I'm okay. Well, Rob, the phone number is eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. Call our voicemail feedback hotline. Uh, we would love to talk to you. Absolutely. 859-795-4067. Yeah. I think or, it's supposed to continue in books after the movie. Excellent. But it won't. But the movie will have a completion, so you don't have to read the books. Right. The, the movie will have... It will finally have the ending it deserves. 
Yes. That's what I am understanding. Yes. But is it the one that's in my head? Probably not. I know. Until next time. All right. Until next time, my friends, Stephanie and I encourage you to join the community.